your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Golden Knights. With 14 games left on the schedule, Kelly McCrimmon and Pete DeBoer feel that VGK has to win 9 or 10 of those remaining contests. Hi again everyone, I'm Tony Cardasco. Follow us at Locked On VGK or me at Tony Dasco on Twitter. You can hear me every Saturday morning from 8 to 10 a.m. on 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas, which is also heard on the Odyssey app. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. It's free and available on all platforms. VGK knows that they have to win most of their remaining 14 games to make it as a playoff team, wildcard, or otherwise. They are still a bubble team. The approach, as most teams might say, is game to game. If you're in this position, you just play the next game one at a time. VGK is barely hanging on to the second wildcard lead. But this week, we have heard from Kelly McCrimmon, He said something like he is hoping VGK can win 10 of its next 14, the final 14 games of the season. And then Pete DeBoer was also saying that VGK can control its own playoff destiny. He believes the Golden Knights can win 9 or 10 of the final 14 games. I'm really concerned about this. The Golden Knights, I feel personally, should not be looking past Wednesday's game in Seattle. It is the first of two against the Kraken on the road. DeBoer said last year that it was very difficult to sweep a team twice. Remember, there were a lot of back-to-back games in the same city during COVID. Well, it's much of the same here down the stretch with the two games in Seattle against the expansion Kraken. And trust me, they will be prepared for VGK to come calling. DeBoer is a detailed-oriented coach, and he knows the importance of every game moving forward down the stretch. Of the 14 games remaining, there are nine games on the road, and VGK has lost a ton of games on the road of late. They currently have that seven-game losing streak. VGK played a ton of games on their home ice earlier this season and couldn't build a home ice advantage up until recently. There are nine games against non-playoff contenders. Six if the Canucks can make up some ground. Look at this schedule. Three games against the Kraken. Three against the Canucks. A game against the Coyotes. One at Calgary. One at the Oilers. It's the Devils, Capitals, Sharks, Stars, Blackhawks, and Blues to round out that 14-game schedule. Now, the schedule is manageable, but the Golden Knights have not won a road game again in their last seven Ten wins is a bit lofty. That is a lofty goal for the Golden Knights. Can VGK go 10-4 and four in their last 14? That is a high expectation, it appears, for the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights and DeBoer believe that they could win that many games. Ten. Nine or ten, he said. I don't believe VGK will have an easy game in Seattle coming up starting on Wednesday, despite them playing the Kraken, an expansion team that is struggling. The four games in Canada also concern me a lot. The last two Canadian trips... There have been positive COVID tests. The last trip we saw knocked out Zach Whitecloud and Michael Amadio. The Silver Knights players should probably wait in the Delta Lounge at the Las Vegas airport for an unexpected call-up. A lot has to happen for VGK to reach the magical 10-win plateau in the next 14 games. They are going to have to get points nearly every night for the next month. Can this team finish with more than 90 points? That's the question. They're at 76 points currently. 
For the Golden Knights to win down the stretch, one player that I believe has to step up, Jonathan Marcheseau. Jonathan Marcheseau has not scored a goal in his past seven games. His last goal was against Columbus on March the 13th. That's the only goal that he has had in the last 11 games. Even the national television audience and the announcers heard about the frustration. They talked about it, how frustrated Marcheseau was on Saturday. They talked about him slamming the door to the bench. He was hitting his stick on the ice, on the boards, anywhere, repeatedly in disgust. He has had three bad penalties over the past few weeks, and he even drew that game misconduct. It appears that things are getting away from Jonathan Marcheseau. I did see him communicating a lot with William Carlson on Saturday. Marcheseau has been without Riley Smith on his line. They have terrific continuity, of course, usually on the misfit line. The team's leading scorer now needs to get on track. He can't get frustrated in games. Teams are clearly trying to get under his skin, and he's been stepping in with extracurriculars too. He thinks he might be the enforcer at times. I expect a player like Marcheseau to show more poise. He's got to do this down the stretch. He's got 25 goals, 28 assists, but again, we've seen nothing here the last seven games. The second line has gotten pretty much nothing out of Carlson this season, but we know that Marcheseau can score. And even if it means putting Marcheseau back on that top line with Eichel, the Golden Knights have to get something. They just have to get Jonathan Marcheseau in the scoring column. Of course, VGK needs a good team effort, but I think it's incumbent on Jonathan Marcheseau to start to lift up his game down the stretch. Coming up next, Robin Leonard was back on the ice Monday at practice. We will talk about the VGK goalies coming up next on Locked On Golden Knights. We are heading down the stretch with just four teams remaining in college basketball's tournament. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Welcome back. I'm Tony Cardasco. Let's talk about the VGK goalie situation. Robin Leonard returned to the ice as a full participant on Monday. Then on Tuesday morning, Leonard gets hit with the puck on a Jack Eichel blast in his shoulder, and we don't know what his status is. Pete DeBoer said that he wanted to see how Leonard was reacting before announcing if he would play in Seattle this week. From what we understand now, Pete DeBoer says that Robin Leonard will be traveling with the team, and DeBoer said VGK will see how he feels come Wednesday morning. VGK desperately needs Robin Leonard back, especially for depth's sake. How long could you ride Logan Thompson if you are the Golden Knights? And I wonder if Thompson has to play both ends of this series. With Laurent Brassois out, how would Thompson react? I am expecting the Kraken to be charged. Will a team like the Kraken be able to measure Thompson in a second meeting? He's only faced Winnipeg twice. They got the best of him, even if the first meeting was in relief. So 
what I'm saying, it's like facing a pitcher in baseball the second time around in the order, and you figured out the tendencies and you could measure a player. I am sure the Kraken will try to test Thompson as much as possible, especially if Thompson has to face Seattle twice in this back-to-back. In a perfect world, Leonard would start on Wednesday, if available, and then Thompson in the cage a couple of days later. I just really feel that we might have seen the last of Laurent Brassois. I think he's out of the picture entirely. How long can DeBoer, however, ride Thompson, though? He has started the last six games now, and I do agree with DeBoer about the last outing with Thompson, with him and Nett against the Black. Hawks. He gave up those four goals in the contest, but he really did make some timely saves in the game. DeBoer was really pleased with Thompson's effort. Maybe he wouldn't have been if VGK had lost that game. If the Golden Knights advance to the playoffs, that game versus Chicago, by the way, I'm guessing will probably be the turning point of this season. Thompson had the one goal that he gave up, where DeBrinket had several whacks at the puck. Defense anyone? Thompson has played in 10 games. He owns a 5-4 record. He has allowed 2.89 goals against this season. Will the Golden Knights be able to score goals in Seattle? That is a big factor because VGK still has a scoring drought on the road. They need the early lead, and Thompson feels that the team plays off of him and that he is now helping the team to gain momentum. We're starting to see some signs of that with the Golden Knights, and I really feel VGK wants to play well in front of Thompson. Alex Petrangelo said last week that Thompson was playing well on the road and that the team just could not put the puck in net, and he felt that Thompson deserved better. I had a feeling, as we mentioned in the past, that Thompson's number would be called, that he would be called up at some juncture of this season. DeBoer had said that Thompson had done all that he possibly could in the AHL. He was the goalie of the year a season ago with the Silver Knights. So it does appear that Brassois is out of the picture. Brassois could not stop the puck in his last, what, five or six outings? And he is on the verge of getting sent to the minors or staying on the injury list or who knows, even getting cut. So it appears from here on, it'll be Leonard and Thompson down the stretch, final 14 games of this regular season. VGK has to play through injuries now. They've got to play through the ailments or whatever. It is time to earn your contracts, fellas, especially between the pipes, right? And, you know, Leonard has not played since March the 8th in Philadelphia. And Dr. Frank Saravelli, as we call him, or as Leonard calls him, uh, Saravelli reported uh, the latest of the three injuries for Leonard might have been a broken kneecap, which Leonard adamantly refuted. Leonard has won 21 games in 38 appearances. He let up a lot of goals early, but many of those were as a result of shoddy defense. We recall that he was even pulled from a game. We can just guess that Leonard has been bothered by a number of injuries, guessing that he had a shoulder injury earlier in this season of sorts, some type of a leg injury, and now we can surmise that, again, it's probably something to the shoulder after he took that shot on Tuesday from Jack Eichel. We can just guess that he's been bothered with a number of injuries, and now let's see if he can get out there and play down the stretch, 14 games remaining for VGK. I am not sure what Leonard's conditioning will be like. You know, he's a guy that I try to get to see if he can move laterally. He's been beaten on the wraparounds a lot. He has not been able to close very quickly ground as, uh, say, Thompson does. I don't know what his lateral movement is like now. We don't know the effects of the injury or injuries. And I have stated that Leonard, he lumbers a lot in net. He doesn't look like he is fluid at times. Leonard has had difficulties following the puck in the early parts of this campaign. And opponents would also be smart to put and create some traffic in front of Leonard if he does play. Whoever is at net in this two-game series against the Kraken will have to be on their A game. I just feel like for Seattle, 
This will be their playoff series. They are going to be excited to play VGK. They're just waiting for the Golden Knights to arrive. They would like nothing better than to provide a setback for VGK as a spoiler in this playoff race. The Kraken are still trying to win. They are still playing with effort. And on Monday night, they beat the Kings 6-1. to Yeah, they still have some life left in them. And we also hear from Pete DeBoer that Braden McNabb could be returning. He's listed as day-to-day for the Golden Knights. However, it's going to be a big series where they have to step up, and we'll see who's playing between the pipes this upcoming week. Coming up next, are you kidding me? They are taking away the NHL awards from Las Vegas. You gotta be kidding me. More after this, you're listening to Lockdown Golden Knights. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only their brand that their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. I'm Tony Cardasco. You know, pre-pandemic, we held the NHL Awards here in Las Vegas. Under normal circumstances, it was held in the month of June, the last time I believe it was held at Mandalay Bay here. There was a very, very strong partnership between the league and the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. Why not bring it back now? I think the last time it was here was in 2019, again, pre-pandemic. It has been held here at several venues over the past few years. I went the first year at the Palms Casino. Well, it was a pretty boring show, but it was great to have it here in Las Vegas. There have been other venues, the Wynn Hotel, the MGM Grand Garden Arena, the Joint at the Hard Rock. That was the most fun, I think, of all the events. And also at T-Mobile Arena, They even hosted the awards presentation. It was a natural fit for Las Vegas. Everyone wanted to come here. This is the right place where NHL players, fans, and celebrities would like to visit. They'd like to gather here. They like to have a good time here as well. You know, we had the NHL awards here as early as, I think it was 2009. We had the awards first, and then the Golden Knights followed. They came along. It was a very good showcase for our city, and Las Vegas was excited to have the awards happen here. I have to find out why, then, the NHL has now decided to move the NHL awards to the day between Games 3 or Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final. I just don't understand this move. The league is saying that they wanted to hold the awards either the night before Game 3 or, again, between Games 3 and 4 of the Stanley Cup Final in the city that's hosting those games. So at what point does the league find a venue in those cities? They will have to wait for the teams to make it into the Stanley Cup final before securing a venue. Fans cannot make plans to attend the event. Will it even be open to the public? Why couldn't the NHL just wait and make this the extravaganza that it has been before, later on in the season, after the season is over? Why not? What if there is a player on one of those teams, in all likelihood it could happen, one of those teams that wants to celebrate a trophy, a Vezina, a Norris. If a player is in the 
the Stanley Cup final. In all likelihood, they won't be able to show up to collect a trophy, to collect the hardware. I feel this is a bad move for the NHL. They definitely need the exposure. It would have been better if they hold the NHL awards here in Las Vegas after the season is over. It's better for the players. It's better for fans. It's better for everyone. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we have a crossover edition with Locked On Kraken's Eric Ayala. Don't miss that. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Hosts Steele Roden and Flip Livingstone help you to become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. I'm Tony Cardasco. We thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights.